Hey there, people of the interwebs. It's me, Brandon Noel. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Bookies Podcast. If this is your first um, uh, book with us, the way this works is it's our, uh, right now, weekly during the pandemic, but normally, monthly uh, book club podcast where once a month we, we read a book and then we sit down, have brunch, and discuss the the book. Um, and basically, we just record our book club and upload it as a podcast. So I just want to say thank you for joining us. Um, this week's episode is Proto Plus by Piers Anthony. Now, two weeks ago, we had another Piers Anthony book on a pale horse. Um, so I guess we're just doing Piers Anthony for a while right now. Um, this is a uh, really fun book. Bonnie put this in the cookie jar for for uh, consideration years ago, and it always sound really cool to me, and I was looking forward to this one for a long time, and I have to say this is a really fun book, uh, one of my favorites, and uh, absolutely loved it, and uh, if, if you haven't read Proto Plus by Piers Anthony, pick it up. It's easy to find, it's an easy read, and really, really fun. Um, with that said... Uh, before we jump into this week's book, um, please like, subscribe, comment. If you'd like to support what we do here, go to uh, patreon.com slash destiny comics. Um, we have one tier. It's called a dollar in the hat. That's all we're asking for. Um, just little support. Uh, if you want to comment on the episode, we'll be glad to read the comments at the end. Uh, thank you. Love you guys, and I uh, hope you enjoy uh, this week's episode on a pi- or, um, Proto Plus. Organized religion in general have a very convoluted relationship, but I still have respect for what it can be and should be as far as like tenets to live your life by, you know? But not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> now I'm too cool. Now you're too cool. I'm too cool for school. Whatever. So he doesn't use that computer anymore. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Where's the light coming from? It's yeah, yeah. the sun reflecting yeah. off of the, the pool. Right swimming pool. You see science. <laughs> okay. In that little. There's one missing there too. Yeah. That's okay. Can the, the curtain? Don't really. fall over. Every time. Oh god. Sorry. The way you did that made me think it was gonna fall out of the scene. It's okay. Sun will be down in 15, 20 minutes. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you gave me many heart attacks when you looked back so like that. I'll be an adult for like 15, 20 minutes. I didn't even have to anymore. <laughs> No, 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 I already did that when I was asleep. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello. We are the bookies. <laughs> um, bookies, man. I'm Brandon Noel. And Luis Lopez. Let's start this over in a second uh, when he comes back to the table. No, no, we keep no, no, going. Keep going. Oh, my God. He's power like, through. It's okay. a one-take show. <laughs> We leave our own behind. <laughs> you already said his name. Yeah, but we couldn't hear you. Name. Say it again. David McFarlane. Yeah, sorry. For the records. <laughs> Wayne Abraham. Justin Stallard. Bonnie Stallard. Maylene Noel. And we are the bookies. This month we're reading uh, Protho Plus by Prosto. 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 Prosto because it's Prostodontistry. 
You, you tried it. Yeah. <laughs> <You> tried it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I pro so anyway. Plus by Piers Anthony. Yeah, it's a dentist book. Okay. The dentist book. The dentist, the dentist in space book. I suggested it, which means I get to talk first. Yeah. Yay! Okay. Maybe Steve Martin should have played Doctor. <laughs> All right. So it's this is actually one of our shorter books we've read, guys. It's not that long. Um, and unfortunately, it's apparently out of print. So you have to order it used. Find uh-huh. it online used. Order it from a used bookstore. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I found it on Amazon for, like, cheap. It was used, but it was only, like, six-something. Yeah, not yeah. bad. It wasn't too bad, oh. but it, it was kind of harder to get hold of. It's even it is. somewhat difficult to find digital copies. Trust me, I tried it. There's no <laughs> digital copy, even mm-hmm. on Kindle. And no audio yeah. copy. And no audio. I know. I think we should remedy that. I'll just make an audio copy. Um, <laughs> I had to. I you had to, to like, Brandon. yeah, for, read it into Audacity for Brandon. And mm-hmm. do you know how hard it is to read those like, chapters? These words, there's those, words in those here. Words, oh, but the length. It took one chapter. It took me like almost two hours to read. Because there's only out. like eight chapters in the whole book. And mm-hmm. by the end of it, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I read over half of it today out loud to Justin. So, so anyway, um, yeah. book. Is you said you were reading it, you cheater. <laughs> no, I didn't. I said, well, that's where I was this morning. <laughs> he said he, he was. He said he was resting his back and finishing the book. He didn't say how he was finishing the book. <laughs> anyway, so the the basic plot of this is Doctor Dillingham, a prosthodontist from de- you know a, a lovely dentist from Earth, gets kidnapped by aliens because they. <laughs> need a dentist and it's his adventures going from different planets meeting different species and finally ending up uh you know testing and hoping to go to school at the the galactic university of dentistry and um all the uh, near-death experiences and and stuff that happens during that so that's the basic plot line um favorite parts of mine well this is i've this is either the second or third time i've read this been a while since I'd read it. So there are things I remembered and things I didn't remember. Like the, the, one of the things I remembered vividly was the scene where, towards the end, where Judy act, inadvertently kills the, the monarch of the butterflies um, because she's not thirty years old. Um, Wait, the, the, the monarch. The monarch of the butterflies. Of the butterflies. Yes. Yes. Um, I also wanted. Mm-hmm. I, I remembered the ending, how it ended. You know, with the. Except in my brain, I thought it was a test, but it was just like he was trying to prove himself to the hobgoblins. Um, it wasn't actually a test, but it was more of an interview for an assistant, and then, you know, all these different assistants helping him, and finally, yay, he's reunited with his wonderful assistant, who also got kidnapped by aliens, technically. Um, although, they, they, she got hired by aliens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she didn't realize it was sort of a captive situation, but... <laughs> no, she didn't get a paycheck. <laughs> no, she didn't. But she finally, they finally got reunited. Uh, I also, one of the things that I remembered from previous reads was uh, how he managed to postpone his death for 50 years with the giant robot that's going to kill him. But I think my favorite scene uh, is, is the whole thing with the oyster and how he ends up having to go, he takes time off his studies and takes care of this absolutely ridiculously difficult to handle patient and gets it all fixed, and then you know he's failing, and and you know of course for me in, in my life one of my one of my biggest fears, you know I was a big you know studious person, and the fear of failure was horrible. So I can I can only imagine how he felt like, and he goes to the interview, and they're all like, no, you can't be a student, 
go away kind of a thing and mm. then it is then and it was like well no they didn't say you couldn't go to school here what they said was they don't recommend you as a student they want you to be go to school at the uh the, the administration level you know because because yeah. he now wants you know it turns out that the oyster wasn't just some random guy in pain but was literally the director of the school and now he's going to be trained as the i loved that i loved how because because yeah it's true you know you've got all these people who are good all these different not just people but aliens who are good at dentistry some which have evolved to be excellent dentists like that anteater guy who's Mm. like like a 98 percent chance of succeeding as a student because he's like made to be a dentist you know um whereas administration is totally different it takes a different type you know a personality, and he said, it, you know, sometimes they pull from their teachers, sometimes they pull from their students, sometimes they pull from people who didn't make it as a student because they had the right thing, and they, you know, so I thought it was neat that this Earthman, who's the very first Earthman to ever even apply at the school, he, he you know, he shows his colors, he, he makes us Earthlings proud <laughs> because he's a good guy, and uh, there's a line in know, there that goes, I never thought I'd be a representative of Earth. Right, right, and, and then and there, there's another line where he's like, they're all talking about, you know, how great they're, you know, are, and, you know, all this stuff, and and he and and at one point he's like, I never thought I'd be embarrassed to, uh, to be from my own planet too. At one point, because they're all talking about how you know we have da 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 on our planet, da 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 on our planet, and he's like, I am um, the first one from my planet, and you know he doesn't even want to tell him uh, he, my because he, he says my planet's not accredited yet, but he doesn't tell him they're not even into intergalactic travel. Yeah. <laughs> He was embarrassed to tell them that, but yeah, we're not accredited yet. I'm the first applicant, you know. Yeah, so there's a few things like that. But yeah, I think that whole thing with the clam or the oyster is, mm. is I, I liked that bit. Uh, you know, how do you test for character? You know, and uh, I thought that was neat. So, all right, Mimi. Well, admittedly, it took me about up until the university for me to really get into it, like, as the book. But once I hit there, I started to like it more. Um, I'll, I'll get into why it took me that long when we talk about dislikes. But for now, talking about likes, um, I really liked the jam. <laughs> the, and oh, yeah. Because, like, at first, I was like, okay, great. They didn't tell him this robot will try to kill him if he fixes the tooth. That's <laughs> a really jerky thing to do. But... I guess if we can get someone else to do the job, why not? <laughs> you know, but you still should tell them everything, right? But it got to that part where, okay, he's um, saved the Jan's life like three times at that point, and he's sent the Jan to, you know, the planet to get fixed, and he's like, great, I'm going to take my chance to escape, and I'm not going to go to, you know, the planet, and he gets them back to the planet he just left. And he thinks, okay, well, that makes sense. It was probably the closest planet that we were to, and okay, that makes sense. And the next thing you know, he, he hears the Jan saying, oh, was it? None but, None I, but I shall do thee die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and even I was like, son of a, what? He just <laughs> escaped this guy three times, and he's still, what? And like, yeah, by then I was hooked, because I was like, this is ridiculous. How is he going to escape from this robot who will... Um, as long as his tooth is fixed, we'll never tire, and we'll keep going after him. And it was, you know, normally I'm a very empathetic person, but even I was thinking, dude, you had your shot. You tried. The first two times, you tried to fix his tooth. 
you are not no longer responsible for him. He's out <laughs> floating. Yes, it's very sad because he would have been out there floating for years and suffering. But that's not your problem at that point. <laughs> I'm sorry. You could have escaped and been fine. So, I mean, it does work out in the end yes. to his benefit. But still, <laughs> like, the whole time I'm like, why? 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 So, but the fact that he, you know, found that loophole and... You know, the Jan is now its unofficial, official bodyguard for the next 50 years. Exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> you know. Because he's a robot. He has, he knows how many seconds and milliseconds. Yeah. So he's going to kill him. So <laughs> I'm sort of thinking that's actually pretty funny. Um, so, yeah, I really like Jan and the fact that he just will not give up, you know. So I think that's, he's my favorite character. Just that whole chapter devoted. Yeah. Like, that's really I mean, I liked, I started liking it once the university thing popped up, but the Jan is what really sold it for me. Like, okay, oh, yeah. this is, this is, this is funny. I'm it awesome, is, it you is. Know. Yeah. And that's like halfway through the book. So I know I, I probably should have gotten into it sooner. It's but not a long book. It's okay. It's <laughs> not a long book. So, um, but yeah, I think the Jan and everything was great. And then it was also kind of nice to kind of take a break and go to Miss Gallen's point of view. Right, which she's going book. through. Like, oh, poor woman. <laughs> I know, I mean, her life wasn't going great on Earth because everyone's <laughs> suspicious of her because, you know, she Her was, dentist disappeared. Yeah. She blamed it on aliens. <laughs> crazy but, woman. <laughs> crazy, right? Like, who's going to give her a job? Yeah. But at the same time, I think... If she had known the job was to go into outer space, she probably wouldn't have gone. You know what I mean? Again, yes, it all worked out in the end, but still not her first choice. She has to meet the dinosaur or trash. I love trash. No, right? I read him with a British accent. I did too. (laughs) I think it was a top hat that did it. (laughs) You know. You've got this dinosaur in a a jacket, tinder jacket. I love it. Well, the author is British, right? So that that makes sense. He's American. He's American. Chris Anthony's American? Yeah. But he writes a lot of... Who am I? Yeah. Who am I thinking of? Terry Pratchett. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, those were some of my... Similar enough. Bonnie, tell me who I'm thinking of. British, shy, writes really well, funny, funny, odd. Oh, yeah, Terry Pratchett. That narrows it down. You're welcome. That narrows it down Douglas Adams. No, no, he was thinking of Terry Pratchett. (laughs) I know, right? I I was getting Douglas Adams vibes. I'll I'll get into that, though. I saw that you went straight from past Douglas Adams to yeah, Terry Pratchett. Well, Terry Pratchett's my favorite British author, so along with J.K. Rowling. Totally different. So it's okay. I feel like I should look at you like, who am I thinking of now, Bonnie? <laughs> J.K. Rowling, I know, I know. Uh, Dang it. Maggie Smith. Neil Gaiman, that's your <laughs> So, but yeah, those are just some of my favorite elements. I'm not going to say everything, but those are my most favorite yeah. elements in the book. Fair enough. Brandon? Um, I, I guess my favorite scene would... Uh, it's kind of a nail biter, but when he's being grilled by the council, and the, oh gosh, they're horrible to him. And you're just like they're what? purposely needling him, yeah. and he catches on. Yeah. Like, oh, they're trying to get me to yell back. Yeah, not you gonna know. do this. <laughs> I'm gonna keep my cool. Keep my cool, but they they throw some like uh, stuff in his face. They throw. They, they, yeah. um, there's one moment where. He's like, well, I didn't want to work on this job because I was unfamiliar with the species and I didn't want to do mm-hmm. more harm than what a cavity would do. And then they're like, but isn't that what happened when you first 
you know, the very first guys you worked on the aliens, the Ennins, you know? Yeah, like, they know his history, and they're yeah. throwing it right back in his face. It's like, he was into duress. He's like, you know, that's what he's thinking. He's like, the, there's a moment, it's it's like an aside, where um, he goes, oh, they're smart, or oh, they're slick. Yeah. Like, I pictured that as a complete, like, saved by the bell moment, where everything froze, and it, the doctor just looked right, like, oh, they're slick. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, look at the audience. <laughs> he's because like, it's just a beautiful there are a few moments in this book that are like that that's one yeah. of them there's a couple moments where you're like that was an aside to the audience this would make yeah let's we'll go back yeah, yeah, yeah. free frame okay guys <laughs> see what's going on behind me yeah. right uh, yeah. definitely like there's yeah. just a few moments like and so that whole interrogation scene was just it was kind of a nail biter but it was really fun and mm-hmm. one of the aliens was uh, Professor Honeycomb. Yeah. They don't really explain Professor, but I pictured an like a sentient honeycomb, like mm-hmm. an, like an uh, like a big hexagon, like yeah. a giant yeah. hexagon. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Some of these aliens are very cartoonish. Yeah, but some of them are fascinating. Yeah, I love that. Like he came up with some really interesting aliens. There are times where he's more of a mechanic than an actual dentist. Yeah. Because he's having to work on robots. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Jan. Jan. Grant three wishes. The yeah. Jan, or even before that, the... Uh, supposed to be Electrolytes. Jan. Electrolytes, <laughs> where he's working on the, like, oh, you guys, corrosion, mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff's the problem, and you're short-circuiting this. Right. And so there are times where he's more of a mechanic than... A prostitution. Prost- no, yeah. Prost- I honestly yeah. think that Terry or Piers Anthony was drunk when he made this book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think yeah, I, if no. I was drunk, I could type out some of those words. Yeah. So like, that, that's probably one of my favorite scenes. Was yeah. I love the school stuff. And part of the tragedy of the school stuff. Is he's a forty-year-old man having to go back to school? Right, and he's already <laughs> been a practitioner for you know ten years on his own planet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like the idea of like they even talk about like student loans and that right. kind of right. It's oh like goodness. oh my god, at forty years. And it's old. like this atrocious amount of money too. You're just yeah. like oh my goodness. Yeah. So that that whole stuff, the school, yeah. intergalactic school, is probably my favorite bit of the oh. book. So. I guess it's good to know that even in 1970, you know, a, a adults past the age of 30 were afraid of student loans and the crippling debt that you can inquire <laughs> just, to, just to get yes. to school and back. Uh, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like the general tone of the book and the incredibly dry humor that I thought was British in, in terms of how funny Some of it, it is, was. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like that, though. Yeah. Uh, in a lot of his Would writing. Would you call it dry humor? Yes. Or is it... I would consider it to be dry, dry. dry humor, yeah. uh, even a bit drier than Douglas Adams. But the the, the humor in the book, I, I kept getting some extreme Douglas Adams vibes in here in terms of the the crazy things that he yeah, goes okay, through, and then just you know kind of has to just roll with it, or he's going to get run over. <laughs> right. Um, so, like for instance, uh, he didn't have a towel. He didn't. That's the pro- oh, he didn't have a towel. No wonder it was so awful for I him. I couldn't stay calm. Yeah. <laughs> Although he did under pressure. He, he, he did, did yeah. manage, manage to stay calm a lot. But, like, for instance, uh, Dillingham was about to make a very large cast. To begin the complex procedure, he had to fill every crevice of the cavity with colloid. Since the volume of the excavation came to 40 cubic feet and supercolloid weighed 50 pounds per cubic foot when set, he needed a good 2,000 pounds, a full ton, to fill a single cavity. 
think big, he told himself. <laughs> like, that's your reaction? Okay. Think big. You're in the mouth. <laughs> the tooth is taller than you. No, that, that kind of thing. Yeah. I, I really appreciate it. Because it, it's, it's like sort of semi-serious in terms of tone. And yet this just ridiculous stuff happens to this poor guy. He's, he's very much an Arthur Dent, but a professional Arthur Dent. In right, a way. yes. <laughs> more competent. More yes, competent. Yeah. definitely. So I found that to be really enjoyable with the book. I didn't really have very much to complain about, honestly. Well, maybe oh, when I will. <laughs> yeah, maybe when I... Yeah, maybe David when I will. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not really. Um, I'd have to say my favorite part was the planet called Metallica. Of course it was. And I was like, wait a minute. Is James Hetfield, is he a robot? You know, one of my favorite things about that, you know, the, you know, it's one of like the names and stuff and everything. Oh, God. The names were fun. The raw for radium. Right. And one of the things One thing that I love was just the fact that there was, like, some of the words, there was no direct translation. Like, you see all these movies where either you get implanted with a translator or whatever. Everything's just perfect. Everything's just an easy one to one ratio. I love it how in here there were some words that, like, didn't make sense. Right. Or, you know. Or that one planet where the guy made one honk and it's like a whole paragraph. Yeah, and you're like. And he's like, there's nuances or there's maybe there's tones I'm not even hearing with my yeah. human ears because that's one honk. Yeah. You know, one <laughs> honk. And there's like three paragraphs. <laughs> we talked about there's a scene um, where the one guy curses. Yeah. <laughs> and it's translated into different things depending on the yeah. species. And he's like, his, his translator was like, oh, mine doesn't get profanity. Yeah. <laughs> they never get profanity into it. Yeah. yeah. So. What yeah. was it, like rotting fruit or something? It was like, wasn't it clam chowder or clam something chowder. like that? The, the oyster said, and the one of the things said, did he say. Uh, bark termites or something? Did he say rusty? You know, metal? Or like, like, yeah. it was like. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he would never use that kind of language. Boiled oh, the ocean. Yeah, yeah. Boiled oceans. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. Boiled oceans. Clam chowder was used later. Was it, it was like, like kind of lesser like The dirty oil or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like oil or whatever. Yeah, like like depending on the aliens' home planet, yeah. like what they would say. It was probably the f bomb. But anyway. <laughs> I love like yeah, just clam chowder. Right. Clam chowder. <laughs> I mean, I, li- I liked how they came up with the the clever names for each of the characters. I yeah. Think some of those were pretty amusing. They were. <laughs> um, I also liked the the boring part where he was stuck in the whale's mouth and he was building tools out of solid gold. Right? And he's <laughs> yeah, going, I, I, I wish I had a fraction of this in my account. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought... Oh, I'll get that right. one there. That's a, oh, that's a negative. negative. Okay. Um, also, I, I also like Trash. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The dinosaur. I mean, he, he was all right. I just liked how he manipulated the the people on that planet to get yeah. him into the into the school. He's a good diplomat. <laughs> Especially now that they fixed his halitosis. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He just brushed his teeth. Yeah. All two thousand of them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, that's about it for me. All right, Wayne. Wayne. I like the fact that he had an infinite supply of gold because the whale creature could just refine it, it, sift it right out of the 
uh, ocean that he was swimming in. And so basically it was sifting out and providing all the gold that he needed to... to Too bad gold didn't equate to Frumstickle. <laughs> it, it just... The, the, the scene I was... Some sort of I was thing. most... Uh, st- uh, stuck in my mind from the, the first first time that I read it is when he's inside checking out the tooth and the decay and his foot goes through and the whale bites down in a reaction to pain and he had equipment sitting to the side there that was just turned into a smear and he's like wow good occlusion <laughs> those teeth fit together really well the only reason he was still alive is because he got knocked down into the cavity and, and nasty and, and that that's the only thing that saved his life at that point in time you know and I, I think that There's was a lot of near death experiences. I think that was his first near death experience, <laughs> yeah, so. though, and it, and it was just kind of. If you don't count being the laser and the being yeah. held a hostage, yeah, by the the Ennins who communicated yeah. by stick. Yes, well, but he wasn't. See, my perception, he wasn't really in danger. They were threatening him, but it was a working. bogus yeah. threat because. They needed his. Yeah. They needed expertise, his ability yeah. there. Mm-hmm. They needed his expertise. They couldn't afford to kill him. There, there weren't any other dentists nearby to kidnap. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. there's a, a fair bit of uh, incidental kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is. And and, uh, but, I I think our dinosaur diplomat is my favorite character o- overall, and. I love, you know, he, he's talking about it, and it just, it's like, oh, whenever I'm around him, it smells like, you know, fresh hay, which to him was a positive thing, and the diplomat is doing great when he's talking, when he gets in person, they don't get back to him. And they don't want to talk to him anymore. They don't want to yeah. talk to him anymore, and then that's when the dentist realizes, well, I don't find the smell offensive, but some other people, some might. Other people yeah. might, and, yeah. How can I tell you this? Look, you got all of this roughage because he's a vegetarian stuck in your teeth here. Yeah. Here, let me put this stuff in. See, it's all this stuff because those are teeth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. all those little white things. Those are teeth. Yeah, he's like, yeah. well, because yeah, the dead dentist is like, oh, look at all the green stuff, and then look at you pulled out teeth. You know, oh yeah. But, he but, can, but they figure out how they, to do it. They yeah. figure out how to do it because the guys. The guy's using a sonic cleaner, and he's like, wait a minute, does that operate on sonics? Yes. I think I've solved your problem here, you know, and so, and that solved the problem. So it's kind of like our diplomat (laughs) is in his debt Mm -hmm. at, at that point and is willing to... I mean, go, he's willing to help, but willing to go the extra he's mile. He's willing yeah. to go the extra mile at that point because he saved his career, mm-hmm. you know. And so that going the extra mile also feeds over into uh, Tratch helping uh, helping out Miss Judy. Gallon, yeah. yeah, and that that was that was something that I 
I also liked about the book is that he ends up, you know, at the end being reunited with his original assistant. And, uh, but it's a, I, it's a nice kind of a bookend for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, but it, it just, I I enjoyed all the different aliens and the different species, and and it just it held it held my interest. It was a fun read for me. And like I said, it's not a real long book either, so... No, what, 200-something pages? Uh, 216, according to this one. Yeah, that's not bad. Coming to wonder what the shortest book we ever read was. <laughs> Had to have been... It might be this one, but I'd have to think Screw Tape Letters? Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe Screw Tape Letters, yeah. Yeah, that one was short. It was... Yeah. Thank God it was short. Yeah, no, no. Although this was an easier read, yeah. <laughs> even with the prosthodontist dialect, oh, uh, dialect. Oh my gosh! Words. Trying to read that out loud, I'm like fumbling over myself. Like, well, pretty teeth. Pretty teeth, Pretty teeth. There's a couple of times we had to go to the dictionary. Yeah, I, uses, there was one word he used that I was like, okay, basically me, means misaligned teeth. Okay, let's keep going. And then the next, the word came up again. I go, the misaligned teeth. Like I'm not even trying. I forget what word it was, but yeah. it's early in the book. Yeah, too. It's, it's fairly yeah. early on, like the first chapter or two. So, but anyway, Justin. Um, yeah, I, I like all the uh, you know the creativity he did with the the names of planets and the little plays on words, like with the the monarch butterflies, yeah. the monarch of the. <laughs> butterfly people and stuff and, and um, he obviously did his homework mm-hmm. on, in, in his, as far as vocabulary and dental procedures and stuff like that you know um, makes you wonder if someone in his family or a close knit circle of friends is a knowing, prosthodontist knowing <laughs> what, I, what I, I know about Piers Anthony he has a habit of putting some of his everyday life into his books you know, like the, the the pale horse. He wrote that after ha- uh, uh, having uh, death in the family. Death in the family and um, um, kidney stones or gallstones mm-hmm. or something like that, that, which made him think about death more often. So he must have had some really bad dental work done before he wrote this book. <laughs> or really good dental work. Or some really good dental work. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes, he makes the dentist out to be the hero, not yeah. the bad guy. <laughs> you know. So, uh, but yeah. That's true, because he go through a whole thing about how people just don't take care of their teeth like they should. Right, yeah. so you're like, he must have had a, some problem. And he, you know, does such a great job. This is pre-Google, pre, you know, was written. Mm-hmm. So he had to have sat down with a dentist. He had or, to do yeah. that. Yeah, he's library and probably his dentist, right? Maybe I'll take you out to lunch. Let's talk. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how it works sometimes. I remember um, the alphabet series. Uh, Steve Grafton. Well, no, sorry. Who's Lewis thinking about no, no, now? No, yeah, <laughs> no, seriously. Um, Look at my eyes. Oh God. God. Well, um, Body? Was he I think it's one for the money, two for the show. That author. Oh, okay. yeah. So not a for alibi. Uh, no, no, no. I, I think because I have one of her books on writing, yeah. and at, at one point she mentions that just offering 
a subject matter expert that you're writing about, I'll take you out for a beer if you talk to me about your job, like with cops and detectives and whatnot. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's an actual method, and, and yeah. sometimes it works, and that's how yeah. you get the most accurate information out of someone right. if you're writing about what they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many books has has uh, Piers Anthony written? Uh, a lot. A lot. No, before, uh, before, before this? this? Before this Oh, one. before this? Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. I think in the, the well, they have a list of his books, but doesn't necessarily yeah, it doesn't do it in order. And but if it, it would be at the time of this printing, so yeah, uh, so, true, yeah. so they have came out in 1973. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they've got well, quite a few. Our particular copy was printed in 1980 something. Yeah, yeah. So but still, it's, it's they have yeah. they have eight books listed there under under. Tor books. Yeah. So he may have others with. He had other publishers. He, he's had different. He's, he has had different publishers. Mm-hmm. So what else did you like, Justin? Um, the fact that uh, Tratch seemed to have a, a kind of a warped sense of humor. You know, <laughs> when he meets the. Um, oh, Miss Gallon. Miss Gallon, you know, you oh, you're good, like, enough good enough to eat, eat. and she kind of faints. <laughs> Even though he's a vegetarian, yeah. she doesn't know that yet. She doesn't know that yet, and he's already found out from Dillingham that he he looks like one of the you know yeah. scary you know reptiles from Earth's history. So yeah, he uses that to his advantage. He, he, you know, part of me thinks that he just was using the term, the phrase of speech, and part of me agrees with you that he was totally just like messing with her just because he could. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you? Right? Yeah, a little bit. Miss Gallant was not the Gallant was not the fainting type. She, she fainted. fainted. <laughs> and the the that fact that several of the like planets that they that they wind up visiting have some form of uh, of primate that they consider humans to be. You know, yeah, like similar to that. Yeah. Well, whatever the the butterfly planet. Where they say something, she says to him, "Well, butterflies don't have teeth on our planet." He says, "Oh, interesting. Well, we have primates on our planet. They don't have teeth either." But you know, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, kind of a thing. That's kind of funny. That's it. That's it. All right. So dislikes. I, I have to say that there are some big dentistry words in this book. Very big. Mm -hmm. And when you're trying to read it out loud, it's even worse. Because when you're reading it to yourself, you can go, "Mm, okay, you know. And and some of the words, I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure I can figure out, like you can figure out in context what they are. Most of them like, okay, I've kind of heard that word, or I, I think it's the, you know, but but not being a dentist, there's some big words in this book. I'm not going to lie. So I can see how, you know, every now and again, I, I was getting tongue-tied. And I'd be talking to Justin, and I'd just go, blah, 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 and start the sentence over. Because I was literally like, I can't speak these words. Um, but that's really my only complaint. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> I picked this book, remember? <laughs> I don't have a lot of complaints. Oh, I loved it. Admittedly, it took me, like I said, a good hunt of the book to get into it. The more I think about it, the more I, I do like it and everything. But it, my complaint is kind of along yours, and I really don't have one right. It's not so much the big words. Mm-hmm. It's for me, even though they did cause me trouble when reading them out loud. My major pr- problem was also 
Like, I, on the one hand, I did appreciate that he did his homework. Yes. And, I mean, and he didn't just make it up as he went along. Right. I mean, and, there's a lot that was made yeah. up, but those things yeah. were. But, you know yeah. I mean? Like, the, the you actual mean. stuff that we know to be the true. The dentistry and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I, I get, I, I, I do understand, and I think that's a great tool that any author should do if you're going to write a book. Even if you're only going to write a tenth of what you learn. Yeah. Make sure you do your homework as right. far as whatever the thing is. You know, it could be about a foreign country. Do your research on that country. Mm-hmm. The weather. The you know this that. Yeah. But the thing that kind of bothered me was at least it felt to me like he just put, put everything he learned. Like I learned all this knowledge, so I'm going to put it all in this book. Okay. Like it, at least that's what it felt like to me. Maybe that's not what he intended. Maybe everything he felt that he put in there was important mm-hmm. to him. Um, but like. Because of that, like I just I couldn't. It took. That's why it took me a while to get into it because it's like I felt like so technical. So technical. At points, like a couple places, to me it felt like a manual. Like (laughs) I'm not going to school to be a dentist. I don't need to know all this. And you know, only a handful of the people who read his books are going to be a dentist. Mm-hmm. You know, only a handful of the people who read this book are going to be like, oh, okay. But if you're a dentist, uh, read this book. You'll yeah, love right? it. Yeah, right? you love it. Like, <laughs> only a handful of people are going to say, oh, I see what he did there. I see what yeah. he did there. You know, that makes complete sense to me. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I know it's probably, you know, a weird gripe to have. But it's okay. that's kind of I get it. my thing is that I felt like, almost like I was going to school <laughs> to be a dentist. <laughs> like... If I wanted to be a dentist, well, maybe you want to now, huh? <laughs> maybe <laughs> only if I can work on alien teeth, <laughs> right? Wouldn't right. that be awesome? That'd be cool. Z- Zeno, no. Zeno, prostodentistry, <laughs> right? Right. They even talk about nice. one alien who has like a, a, a plate jaw, and so he's only got bottom teeth. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know, I think that's what it felt like to me. Like, you know, um, I just felt like. And it's not the whole book, obviously. It's just yeah. a, a parts of the book I felt didn't feel as accessible to me, and that's why it took me a while to, get to really get into the. You know, like, okay, now I'm finding the humor in all of it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, okay, cool. So, um, you know, like I said, that's really my only main complaint at this point is I just felt that so technical in certain spots, and you know, just the way he writes it like he talks about this one scene in there where he talks about in the beginning when he talks about the hours it's going to take to do the process of you know the teeth of the mm-hmm. alien the enin and to the point where I kind of felt bored like okay this is going to take hours <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take me hours to get through this just because wow you said so <laughs> well it just felt that way I mean, yeah. it was good and bad because it was good that he described it so well Right. But bad that I just I, I felt it. I felt like five hours of this. <laughs> Can I just move on to the next section, please? <laughs> but I have to read this because otherwise the next section is not going to make sense. You right. Know, so like the last page doesn't make sense if you don't read the whole book, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, but again, that's that's really my only complaint. I mean, the rest of the book I thought was fine. I didn't have a problem with anything else in it. I. I, you know, I loved, like I said, some of the characters were hilarious, like Jan, and yeah. at least I thought so. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, I think we all, tra- I, no, we all like trash, so, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Go ahead. So, first off, chapter five should have been broken up into two chapters. Chapter five goes from page 86 to 130. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair so enough. Fair enough. that was 
That's close to double. Yeah. 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 Well, there's times when he jumps in the middle of a chapter back and forth between Judy and Dillingham, and you, he could have easily made those different chapters, yeah. even yeah. if even if it was only a one page chapter because it was one little scene. Yeah. That would have been all right. I get you. Know, older books tend to have longer chapters, and newer books tend to have shorter chapters. I wonder yeah. why. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Attention span, ADHD, right? Yeah. What squirrel? What? Well, yeah. <laughs> so that's one of my issues. The other big complaint that I have is. There are times where I feel like he sets something up and then doesn't pay it off. Like, okay, at the... the end of the book? Yeah, the end of the book could have used a little bit more fleshing out. Um, and then on top of that, the... Okay, you have a riot at the school. Okay. We don't know what happened, yeah. We kind of know what happened because one of the students, the, the aardvark, yeah. the, he was a show-off. He had... He, when he, in 96, he cheated. Ninety-six percent mm-hmm. chance of getting accepted. Then why did he cheat? He still cheated. Yeah, and it went yeah. up to 98 percent chance, but he yeah. still he wasn't still great. He so cheated. he, yeah. he gets kicked out. He starts a riot, which leaves Dillingham screwed because he's dealing with the killer robot. Yeah, you know situation. At the end of that, he has now come away with a killer robot bodyguard. And he says to him, "Let's go back because." O- o- Dr. Oyster will kill me if I don't if all his files get ruined let's yeah. go squash the rebellion but we never see that we never see him show up with a giant killer robot <laughs> in the middle of a riot yeah that scene would have been great I need that yeah. scene so when when they finally sci-fi channel when they finally <laughs> get around to doing this they, they need, need that scene. That. They need to add that scene. Sci-fi channel, make it a Netflix original. There you go. There you That's go. Better. Netflix yeah, original. I'm all for yeah, that. I, watch that. I want it made clear that what we're advocating for is specifically something that we tend to complain about when it comes when they to the yeah. That's true. But it was referenced. We just didn't get to hear it. It would make it a nice, exciting scene for a movie. I guess that's a fair point. They're not changing anything. They're adding. Adding a scene that was just skipped over in the book. Referenced, but not Even the aardvark, when they're in, but when he's leaving the aardvark, you know, that's the guy who freaking, you know, or well, he's on the phone with on him. The phone. That's you, the guy. That's he, the he flunked, flunked out now and somehow wormed his way into administration. You know, like. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the show, see him come back with a giant killer robot. You're like, what were you saying? Squash the rebellion. Right? Like, that's great. No, you're right. That would squash be Squash the re- I was literally thinking, okay, this is like George Lucas special edition territory here. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have needless scenes for no reason just because you can use a computer now. Right? <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> but I, I wanted that scene so bad. Okay, I get it. The aardvark shot first. The aardvark shot first. That's right. But if you ask the aardvark's actor, he doesn't care. He doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't care who shot first. <laughs> There's a serious joke in here somewhere. <laughs> um, but that really bothered me because okay, I wanted because that's. Obviously, that's where this is going, but it doesn't go there. It doesn't go there. We missed that because it's I, focused on <laughs> Most like, here's something. I'm done with this book. Next book. <laughs> that and the, the ending for me... Okay, I get why the robot went and saved yeah. the assistant. But what I don't get is how the robot knew where the assistant oh, was. Oh, that's easy. Okay. You know how he found Dillingham, even without his... His radio thing being on because he could access all of it, yeah. which means he accessed Trash's message to the university about her. So, in spite of the fact that there was a riot, 
he's a robot and he assimilated that information and said, oh, well, if, she, if he's hiring an assistant, he needs her. Yeah. I'm going to get her. Thank I know you. where she is. So that 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 wasn't a, a question for me. Maybe if they'd made but it a little bit clearer. I, mean, I, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't that, quite get that either. So. It, it, yeah. it sounds like, okay, you that's implied. Yeah. But I needed it to you be You needed like, to be more specific. That's fine. Explicit, that's yeah. fine. So that was my, my really, those are my only complaints. Okay. Other than that, like this... It's a fun it's book. It's fun. It is. The, the <laughs> concept is really fun. This was in the TARDIS for a long time because this yeah. goes back, like, you recommended it, like, on our third or fourth episode. Yeah. And was it that far back? Yeah. Exactly. yeah. This is one of the older oh ones God. I, well, I mean, it's an older book, but it's one of the ones I recommended a long time ago. I, I think it got brought up when we were doing um, uh, Wrinkle in Time. Oh, I think so. Wrinkle yeah, in Time yeah, won out, vote-wise, yeah. Yeah, when you... Yeah. So I, I've been like, I've been looking forward to this because I thought dentist in space. What is this? This has got to be awesome. <laughs> dentist in space. So, I have read a lot of Piers Anthony, and this is one of the books that I always recall fondly. Yeah, it's probably books. my favorite Piers Anthony. Who book. were we talking to? And it's a standalone. It's not one of the series. Wasn't Mike? Who was like a yeah. my stepdad of all people? We were telling him we were reading this book. He goes, "I love Piers Anthony." And we're like, "Whoa, <laughs> you read Piers Anthony?" He goes, "When I was a kid, oh my god, I loved his books." I'm like, "This is so weird because normally when we talk about books, he goes, he, he goes huh? what which book?" Not that he doesn't like to read, just that he usually doesn't have the time to read. Right. Yeah. So it's more like. So you're gonna give your copy to him to read? <laughs> Probably <laughs> just give it to him or whatever. And, but you gotta read this one. It's so funny because very like that's the only time anyone outside the book club that someone's been like, oh my gosh, I love that author. We're like, well, this is so weird. That's my stepdad. We <laughs> rarely talk to him about books, not because like I said, he doesn't like. He just doesn't have reading time. Yeah. He's like as a kid, oh my gosh, I loved his series and, and all this He's and a that. Big Zinf- Zinf- yeah, that's Zinf- it. Yeah, and we're like, wow, okay. That's some new information I'm learning after 20 years of knowing you. That's right? 20 years. That's, um, hmm, I'm starting to question everything I know about you now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what like, reality is this? <laughs> is this the real life? <laughs> That's kind of the moment yeah. I had. Yeah. Of me just like, you know, like in movies when the person's in focus but everything zooms out. It's like oh, man, yeah. That song playing. Whoa. <laughs> or like they're standing still and everyone else is moving really, yeah. really quickly around them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So do you have anything? I know you didn't finish the whole book, but did yeah, you? Um, I yeah no, I was I was I was busy reading my new day job training manual, which is like an encyclopedia. It's great. It's so, so much work. It's more so much. similar to this. <laughs> it is in the medical field, so technically, in a way, I am now an expert in prosthodontics. Oh God, no! Nor, nor am I an expert in alien prosthodontics, which is unfortunate because that's a whole new career field that would open up to me. <laughs> right. Um, I kind of had. It wasn't a huge complaint for me, but I did feel a little bit bogged down, like like you, in terms of the the really big words. I'm pretty okay with reading a huge word for the first time and being able to pronounce it in my head properly, but I still felt a little bit bogged down from time to time because mm-hmm. I'm somewhat familiar with somewhat familiar with dentistry terms like bicuspid and all that kind of crap. But there were some in here that I was like, what, what, what? It, it felt a little bit like. There's a there's an urban fantasy series by an author named Jess Batis, and it's it, it's the same kind of thing where you can tell the author did their homework, but then threw everything into the book because uh-huh. it, it felt at times like like uh, Dillingham was even though the nature of his job dictated it, it felt like he was just throwing 
technological terms at the wall just to see how many he could do in one time. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I get it. Like, I, I probably would understand it more if it was first person perspective. Because yeah. if you're in the profession, of course, in your mind, you're gonna, you know, Go you don't have, things. you don't have to explain it in yeah. your mind because you know what you're talking about. You're yeah. like, oh, if I yeah. do this, this, and this. I was telling Wayne, like, it's like if I were to, after going through school, it's like me writing a core reporting novel and just expecting everyone to know what an O and ten is. And like, oh, like, sure. And everyone, everyone else is like, okay, yeah. I, I drive down the and O and what? <laughs> I drive exactly. Whereas people I go to school with or in the field knows that O and ten means I sold the original transcript plus ten copies, which is a big, oh, yes, yeah. big check. Yeah. So, but. <laughs> I'd have to explain that in the yeah. book. You know, I'd have to explain, yeah. okay, this is what this means. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's yeah. like, we didn't go to school with Amelia. We don't care. Like, yeah. okay, great that you made a lot of money, but we really don't care what. That's kind of how I felt reading some, some of these things. terms. Yeah. 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 The, the medical jargon should have been limited to his dialogue or yeah. internal. The, the omniscient narrator. Saying really, all that. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but we still liked the books, so I'm good. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because we've just liked so many of the books that I finished. But the fact that everybody's like, "Hey, this was funny," makes me happy. Okay, <laughs> it's a, it's a very minimal just complaint. Stay, <laughs> stay away from books you haven't read yet. <laughs> I've read this one. Before. That's, that's what I'm saying. I know. I've read this one before. Yeah, that's why I, I stopped. stopped. <laughs> that's why I stopped suggesting books I hadn't read yet. <laughs> Even if they were based on it, or, you know, the, the movie was good, and yeah, no more of that. Okay, David, <laughs> go ahead. I didn't have any problems with the big words, because I knew they were dentist in origin, and I just said, okay. Skip it. I'll, <laughs> just, I'll just pronounce it as best as I can, and didn't just make up what it meant. <laughs> there you go. And then Fair just enough. went on with it. <laughs> so that, that, I didn't have any problems with it, because I knew I wasn't going to understand, even if it was explained to me. Right. I'm like, yeah, okay, it's dentist just some... Process. Yeah, dentist process. Dentist process. Got, got it, yeah. And I don't think uh, Piers Anthony intended it to be hard for someone to read. No, I don't think so either. I think he wanted to make it sound technical for for the sake of Dr. Dillingham being a dentist. Right. And a good one. Yeah. I so, it was cool yeah. that he did the research. I think yeah. yeah, I, I mean, um, I didn't really have a complaint about that. The only thing I really had a complaint about was, yeah, like what you were saying, Brandon, how, how long some of the chapters were. Yeah. That he should have broke it off and made him a little bit shorter. I mean, a 50-page chapter, I mean... This is a little much. Especially yeah, in a book a that's only much. 200 pages. Yeah. That's a quarter of the book is one chapter. <laughs> yeah. And um, I just didn't really see the point of Judy's whole side story at all. Okay. Just, well, he, they I wanted mean, to get I, it I understand he needed a filler to fill up the book, or else the book could only be 150 pages. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I just don't see Jan with his oath ever leaving Dr. Dillingham's side for any reason at all, and for him to leave to go get her, I don't see it happening. Okay, mm-hmm. I can see that. That's a fair, yeah. I just don't yeah. see it happening. Especially with him having the way they're describing his his oath and his persistence. Right. Well, especially on that planet, I could get that. Because remember, at that planet, actually, that was a funny scene, I forgot. When they wanted to, they didn't allow robots. And they wanted to put him in, like, the, the storage area until they were done, and they tried yeah. to grab a hold of him, and he just doesn't even move, Dude. and then he just starts following Dr. Dillingham, and they're just like, eventually they let go, because <laughs> they couldn't stop him, you know? Yeah. So I could, I could see that. That's a fair point. <laughs> All right. And um, I was kind of upset that we never get to know what his three wishes are. 
I felt like I wanted more. I wanted. I would like I to, to see know what his three wishes. I want to know what yeah. his three wishes are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because the first thing I would have said what, for my wish would have been, okay, now after I'm dead, I want you to bring me back to life. <laughs> okay, that I, would be interesting. I would wish just to not be killed by them. He tried that. He tried that. It didn't work. He said, ah, he said, he, he said we, we can do that, but I have to fulfill the first. Because the first, the, the first thing he said is, I have to kill you. Yeah. So and then... I, I get to kill you first. And then make you rich. So that's an infallible thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I'm going to kill you, then follow your three wishes. <laughs> Which is why he... So he, when he was realizing, okay, I'm gonna ha- he's going to catch me, I'm going to have to make my will, he's like, all right, well, uh, I could have the, 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 the big money thing go to making a you know, huge university on earth, and I wonder if Miss Galland would like three wishes, you know, his assistant that he misses fondly. Which I thought was neat because that you know That's because he finally gets her at the end. He's yeah. like, I wonder if she'd appreciate three wishes. Want three wishes, you know, because he knows he's not going to get them because he has to die first before <laughs> that. So, um, yeah, yeah, they did talk about that. Okay. But other than that, but you I, didn't get to that part. So. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but other than that, I didn't really have any problems with the book. I thought it. I thought it was a funny, enjoyable read. Yes. <laughs> even though it was Piers Anthony? Yeah, even though it was Piers Anthony. Yay! <laughs> you feel vindicated. Sorry, sorry <laughs> sir. I feel happy now. <laughs> sorry, sir. I just don't really enjoy your books. But this one. This one's the exception, right? Okay. <laughs> Dad? <laughs> um, hmm. I had something in it. Do you want okay. Justin to go first? Yeah, we can go on to Justin. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I'm like everybody else. There's the, the bit with, you know, I don't think the robot would have left. No, I get that. I'm not. <clears throat> and also, that's not a very long space of time where the robot left. Mm. He came back. How did he get to the other planet, save her, and get back without killing her? Well, in because he's 17 a minutes, he got from one planet almost to the next one. So yeah. he was faster than the spaceship. Yeah, but. She can't he was breathe a spaceship. between point oh, to point. Oh, he puts her inside him. He was a spaceship. I don't know. I don't I know. know. I get what you're We need yeah. more. It's too short. Yeah. Add more. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, at the end, the very end, there, there would have been nice to have something like, you know... An epilogue. Epilogue of some sort, ten years or however Later, long. they're Later. married. They've got a couple or, kids. Or He's whatever. now the director because Oyster's... Mo- uh, yeah, something, <clears throat> something. You know, just like, like ten something. years later and everybody complains about it. <laughs> 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 Dang, Jenny. Jeez. Jenny, oh, God. God, I hate you. <laughs> All was well. Sure. Okay. okay. Sure. Jenny, your face. Okay. So remember what you were going to say? Uh, everybody was, you know, talking about the language. For me, it just it it didn't bother me. It felt it felt accurate. Mm. It, it likely was. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I am sure that that everything he was discussing there, dentist. If if you were to go look it up, is is accurate. Now he had to get creative with his aliens and how the alien. Jaws and teeth and stuff worked, which were cool. Some of those things were pretty interesting. More of that. Yeah. Those, those were, 
as interesting or more so than the actual dental procedures because that was something that I really appreciated actually yeah was that he he took the time to question whether or not other aliens had teeth in the same manner that we think of teeth you know or right. the enamel and dentin does that even is that is that even a, a thing that they possess like would they look the same as ours we don't know right and he came up with some really interesting Variants, yeah, different mm-hmm. kinds of teeth and teeth that did different things and mm-hmm. different ki- types of jaws, like the Innans that had like a four jaw mandibular thing. Like they've got yeah. these weird, te- you know, like there were some really interesting things. Yeah, I will say the the art on the book does not do the Innans justice. No, no, the art on the cover is terrible. Because I, well, not I nearly, the, it's not that's terrible. It's just not as good. Not it? the alien art, but I yeah. love the concept of the, other than the alien. Yeah, because well, the Innans supposed to be the whale's mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the way the inning is is described in the book is so much better than the than the mm-hmm. picture there on the cover. Yeah, I agree. But and the dent, the dentist on the cover doesn't look anything like I picture. In the yeah, book. and that's the reason why I was picking Brian Cranston this, this, as this the dentist. This guy reminds me of some sort of. Uh, of a disgruntled weatherman, <laughs> right? <laughs> I kind of get like like uh, angry Burt Reynolds, maybe. Right. Yeah. Well, who, again, we were talking about him earlier. Who's the uh, the weather today? That is actor, human. Oh, uh, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. Well, See, I, I the wheels, Nick Mouth. Offerman. <laughs> the whole, Nick Offerman. I pictured him the whole time I was reading this. I didn't picture this. I, I don't know that I pictured any particular person, but this definitely guy, didn't look like this guy. To me, he looks like a fifties dad who was just like. <laughs> On his way home from the office and got picked up by an alien. Like, what the f is this about? It's just really fast. Like, look, I need to get home. Okay, my dinner's probably cold by now. Okay, right? Hemorrhoids are acting up. Yeah. So no, no offense to the artist who did the cover art because cover art is a good thing. Oh, it's, it's, it's just it's not how we does. pictured it. It's yeah. just yeah. not how we pictured it. Yeah. You know. Like Mr. Banks coming home. And you from never know what yeah. <laughs> Mr. Banks with a lab coat. Yeah. And he's just like, my life sucks right oh, now. Oh, God. First, women want the right to vote, and now this. Oh, my God. Kids <laughs> run up and down the hall, the whole miscreants. Just let me drink my brandy in peace, God damn it. <laughs> and when I sit down to an instrument, I expect it to be in tune. Yeah, that's pretty much how it looks right now. Right? That's like children you don't play. None of that is the same point. There's the point. so much about that movie that I didn't get until like now as an adult. I know. Right? The, oh god, it's so ridiculously great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? Someone said earlier, Steve Martin. Steve Martin cannot play this dentist because he will always be the dentist from the Little Oh, I know. Right? <laughs> this dentist was a good guy. <laughs> when this guy singing, like, <laughs> right? Exactly. If I saw Steve Martin in the stroll, I'd be like, okay, when are you gonna start singing? The music. <laughs> the last. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, I, final thoughts? Yes. Before we dive into yeah. final thoughts, I just, because I think we're all in agreement that this needs to be a movie, a miniseries. Yes, or yes. Something. It was, it's fun, and it's so obscure mm-hmm. that somebody out there who's listening to this in the industry, this needs to happen. Yeah. This needs to happen. I feel like each planet could be like an hour episode. Yeah. yeah. It could I, be a yeah, TV I show. Love, it yeah. could. Good. I mean, you could. There's so many different planets, and there's like some of the creatures you only see like, like they're in the dormitory, and he mm-hmm. describes, you know, yeah, we could go see their planet, feel like, you know what they're like, or like some of the, and it has to be cheap Doctor Who costumes. <laughs> no, <it doesn't. laughs> bubble wrap, bubble wrap. <laughs> but yeah, it, yes, yes, it absolutely does. It's it's fun. Yeah, when I first read this one, I that 
I was like, this needs to be a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I think I'd watch it, yeah. I would. Hey, I'd help write the screenplay. Let's <laughs> do this, people. Okay, chapter one. <laughs> Here's Anthony. You and I need to speak. It, it, I will write the I will write the screenplay and I will write the 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 sequel. Okay. The sequel. <laughs> he needs, he needs more. I want more. Hurry up. He's eighty four. I know. <laughs> what was that? The 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 space book. Um. Uh. The the. Bonnie, what's he thinking? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking he doesn't want me to speak. Uh, yeah. Soda on his laptop. Yeah. Right? Uh, <laughs> the, um, <laughs> the C.S. Lewis, the 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 sci-fi trilogy. Oh. Um, um, Star Wars. No, <laughs> out of the silent planet. Yeah, out of the yeah. Idiots yeah. The, yeah. the first one in this trilogy, Peter Landris. Yeah, it takes forever. It's like half of the book before he gets off the planet. I know. Oh my gosh. This doesn't waste any time. No, it doesn't. I love that. You know? Yeah, it's like what page? Yeah, right. It's like eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, it's you got aliens. You yeah. got you got action. Yeah, it's fantastic. So um, now we can dive into final thoughts. Bonnie. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll do the last final thought. I'm okay. thinking. <laughs> well, I would. You know, like I said, it, it, it took me a while to get in, but even I got into it, and it was definitely worth a read, especially if you like, you know, the dry wit, you know, and everything. And don't let the big words scare you. <laughs> yeah. I don't really have anything much to say. It's just it was a fun read. It really yeah. was. Yeah, give this book a shot. It's 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 gonna be a quick read if you have the time. Unlike me, <laughs> um, but it's it's one that you'll enjoy. And it's not even like the humor is fairly dry, but it's not overly dry. It's not it's not like a like a textbook, you know. Yeah. Even though we kind of make it out to be at times, <laughs> it's, but it's fun. Yeah. yeah, just at times though, like just not at times. Through the whole thing, like because yeah, the, then there's things like the high muck muck of gleep. Like that's just funny, okay? Yeah. That's funny no matter who you are. That's not dry. That's just hilarious. Okay, David. Uh, Brian Cranston needs to play Doctor Gillingham. <laughs> 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 and no, you can't edit that out. Okay, wait. I. I liked the fact, you know, they they set him up with a translator, and most of these names, he was bored, and he was just having fun with the translator. And then later on in the book, he's regretting that he did that. You know, <laughs> right? And Judy's like, "Hi, muck and muck." She's like about to laugh, and then they say something else that's serious, so she doesn't. But she's laughing at some of the things that he came up with. Yes. <laughs> so Wait. some of the alien names and things are just stuff he came up with off the top of his head to describe the aliens right. and there was no human. There were no other yeah. humans there to appreciate the humor and the aliens. They had no understand. basis to understand it, so they just took it as that was what, what the translation was. was, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. And that 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 uh, that was something that I enjoyed. Yeah, Justin. Uh, uh, yeah, it was a good book. I enjoyed it, especially when uh, my wife read it to me today. <laughs> uh, I do the voices. Definitely need to uh, <laughs> theater kid. <laughs> Definitely would like to see it as a, a show of some kind. That would be great. Well, Trunch spoke with a British accent. Um, 
the robot, the gen, had a really deep, uh, you know. <laughs> so what you're saying is you want to be in the adaptation. Right? No, <laughs> okay. yeah, you got an actor right here. You <laughs> need someone. Um, hey, uh, she'll play the robot. What is it? Uh, uh, one of those audio book things. I'll do the audio book. Um, <laughs> or radio play. That right, there you go. There you go. There needs to be an audio book. <sighs> no, there does. That's, the, that's my biggest complaint is that it's out of print and hard to find. But it is so worth the read. It's worth finding. And if you find more than one copy and you really like your dentist, give them a copy because I think they'd appreciate it too. Mm. <laughs> Alright, so uh, let's go ahead and draw the next, next time. Lewis, you haven't been here in a while. It must be time for you to draw. Oh my, what a pleasure this would be. Hopefully it's not another Terry Pratchett book. <laughs> I think we're on a Terry Pratchett. Tell yeah. the refill. Uh, the next book is Terry Pratchett's... No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Agatha Christie's Murder on the Orient Express. Alright. Oh, I'm quite excited All because right. I, oddly enough, have a board game version of this. <laughs> <That's important>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, there's no plot, I'm sure, but I'm excited. Yeah. So, Murder on the Orient Express. So this is what we're reading. So if you want to enjoy the new movie that came out not that long ago, sometime in the last year, I have no idea when we're posting this, watch it first before you read the book so you don't get pissed off like Maylene does. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got a little pissed off. The fact that I threw the movie at your head, don't worry about it. It was just a big box. Of just it, a box. I, the DVD wasn't in there. It was a one-time thing. Yeah. One-time thing. It's okay. You threw it at the head of your best friend. I know. Who made you watch it. Yes. But yeah. I don't like his mustache. And the, the How old is this book? Oh, I thought it was fantastic. There's a whole oh. special feature where they talk about the mustache. 30? Because they describe his mustache as being so Maybe, yeah. fantastic that they worked really hard to do that. Those people worked with the the Agatha Christie people. They they had an idea and they worked it out and they wanted that fantastic David mustache. David mustache is always going to be the one I think of. Well, that's fine. The, but it's not as big as it's described in the book. Yeah. He's the Hercule Poirot character. Yes. yes. Hercule I can't Poirot. help it. David Suchet is my favorite. Hercule Poirot, I think this is the only Hercule Poirot novel, but there's a 130 short stories or something Jesus. like that? Well, I think there's more than one novel. Is there more than one novel? There's a couple. Yeah. Not, okay. yeah so. We have several of the short story collections. So, Alright, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, and uh, see you next time. Sleep. Bye. Bye. So, there you have it, Proto Plus. I misspoke earlier uh, when I said it was easy to find. It's pretty hard to get a hold of. Um, so, uh, believe me, it's worth it, though, if you if you can find it. Um, the next book that we'll be discussing is pretty easy to get a hold of. It is, um, Agatha Christie's Murder on the Orient Express. Um, I don't remember why I wasn't there for Murder on the Orient Express. Um, something happened. I, I don't, I, I, you know, I feel bad when I miss an episode of the podcast, but uh, sometimes it just can't be helped with um, things going on in my life. But we'll say everyone else in the bo- podcast pro- has better attendance records than me, which is kind of sad. Um, my wife's very proud of the fact that she's made, been in every episode and read every book. Um, you know, so, uh, but... Um, next one is Agatha Christie's, um, 
a you know murder on the orient express the classic hercule poirot murder mystery that inspired um countless movie adaptations television adaptations stage play adaptations it is truly a classic and iconic piece of work and uh i hope you enjoy our review um if you like what we do here please like subscribe uh comment let us know how you feel if you don't like what you do and you, you hate our audio quality and you think we're miserable and and horrible um just don't say anything there's there's enough uh evil gunk in the world that do you really want to put more into it you know we're trying that's all i can say love you guys uh have a great day and uh thank you for for listening